Wednesday morning, and uh, we have the opportunity to speak <clears throat> with Rabbi Meni Evan Yisrael. He is the son of Haravadin Evan Yisrael Steinzaltz. He is the son of Rav Steinzaltz. He's executive director of the Shefa Foundation, the umbrella organization that oversees all of Rav Steinzaltz institutions worldwide. He was born in Yerushalayim. Smichas from uh, Israel's chief rabbi, Mordechai Eliyahu, served as campus rabbi for several years in the Washington, D.C. area. And as executive director of Shefa, Rabbi Evan Israel oversees the educational initiatives that his father founded and directs the publication of all of his father's Rav Steinzaltz's works in cooperation with Koran Publishers. Rabbi Meni Evan Yisrael, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Shalom. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, first of all, uh, our listeners, and we know that your father uh, just celebrated his 80th birthday. Happy birthday to him, and I'm sure you'll send our best. Uh, everyone's curious how he's doing. Well, he's doing, uh, as, you, as you might heard, he suffered from a severe stroke on December last year, December, and since then he's doing quite a remarkable recovery vis-a-vis his physical body, he's, he's, he's walking, he's functioning, um, et cetera, et cetera. His speech is still limited, but even there we see a huge, huge improvement. His uh, cognitive skills are there. We, he's already back in the office on twice a day, and not not the way it used to be, you know, 24, 20 hours in the office and four <laughs> hours home. Right. He's here four to six hours, and he actually reviews his material. He has the ability to um, to sign them and to clear them to, you know, what he doesn't want in. And, uh, you know, he's editing them. He was always the best editor, and it's unbelievable work. And uh, we're moving forward. Well, he is unbelievable, and he's one of our favorite guests. And uh, please send him our best. So, I mean, it, it is almost impossible to believe how much he has already uh, released when it comes to a commentary on Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat over the years. Uh, let, let's try to go in uh, some type of order just so people can understand where we're up to now at the time of his 80th birthday. The, the Talmud Bavli, the Gemara, the Talmud as we know it, um, I, I know that volumes, uh, assorted volumes, have been released and made available to the public over the years. I did not realize that either now or soon you'll tell us the entire Shas is going to be available to everybody. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're talking about, that, about the English. Obviously, yeah. the Hebrew is available already from 2010. Right. We started the uh, operation in 2011, not really that far. Not uh, far ago, we started uh, not long ago. We didn't. We started this um, operation of doing the English Talmud in English. Clearly, right. we're using again our great uh, friendship and partnership with Koran Koran Publication House, and we started. The first volume came out with the end of the last cycle of Talmud, which was 2012, and we are now in volume 31. Wow. Out of the 44 we're going to have, a 42 that we're going to have, it's available on Amazon. It's available in every Jewish store around this, the country. It's coming out in about in pace of Dafyomi. So we're scheduled to finish it around more or less uh, the end of the year 2019. So the, Eng- so, the, the, yeah. the English shots will be complete when the Before seven when the seven the year cycle of Dafyomi comes to an end. Right. It's actually going to be, we mentioned it 
again because of my uh, again because the way we we I planned it. It's actually going to be ready about six months ahead of it. Wow. So somebody want to join in for the last track date? He has the time. You know, if you want to learn Masechet Nida, which is the last tractate, which is happened to be very popular because it's the last tractate, um, so you will have the ability to buy it in advance and learn it in even more depth than just you know regular Daf Yomi haste in the morning. All right. Talk about getting a head start in the next cycle of Daf Yomi. There are discounts, by the way, everybody on advanced purchases of the entire Shas. Uh, Koren is offering the Koren Talmud Bavli of Rav Steinzaltz all forty-two volumes. If you go to Koren Pub, K-O-R-E-N Pub dot com, there's special discounts on advanced purchases of the entire set of shots, which you could take advantage of. Harav, many Evan Yisrael, Rav Steinzaltz's son, is with us live via telephone talking about the uh, Shefa Foundation and the um, the continued efforts by Rav Steinzaltz and uh, his team to um, uh, release uh, uh, more and more volumes of shots and other works. Um, so the, uh, I, I know that the Magid Steinzaltz library, and I put it that way because Magid's the imprint from current publication that, that your father, right. that your father's published under, um, how many are out already? How many are under that, uh, that label at this point? Right now we have 13 books in English, of course, ranging from Hasidic philosophy to, uh, mystical guidance to biblical interpretations, etc. You know, but on top of this, and just mentioned, we also do, we're now working on a commentary on the entire Tanakh in English, yeah. the Bible, the, the Bible in English, which also is, uh, the Chumash going to go to print in February this year, in coming year, and the entire Tanakh will follow suit immediately after. This is the entire Tanakh in English also, um, going to be done by the next uh, couple of years. How many in volumes? Hebrew, how many volumes will that take? So we don't know yet, but <laughs> how many volumes? But the Chumash, of course, will be one volume like any other Chumash in the market. Some coming with Rashi, colors, pictures, and the commentary. And your father's commentary will be in it. Yeah, absolutely. That is the that's the reason we're doing it. Um, how, what kind of team do you need for for a project like the Tanakh? I mean, how many editors? How many? Different scholars so it, and academics get involved in this project. Right. So it's, it's very, again, it's very peculiarly in- interesting. The team in Hebrew, as Mephala did, did all the work, vis-a-vis giving 929 video classes about the Bible right. and about the, the entire entirety of the Tanakh, as we say. So it was much easier because the entire material was there. So the actual team is six people in Hebrew, not including my father. Um, in English, we have a team about 20. The main important thing is that the, the coherent level of, of writing, especially in Tanakh, and to be in coherence of two levels. One is the, the translation of the commentary, which is, you know, English skills, this is the team who did most of the work on the Talmud, the cable. The issue is to get a translation of the actual Bible, not of the commentary, but the actual text of the, the Torah of and Tuvim, that will fit also to the commentary. That is, that is the tricky part. And to make it, of course, readable, we, we want to create a Bible, a Tanakh, that will be completely readable to all audiences. So will the, Eng- so if- will the English language be very different than other 
translations and commentaries of Tanakh? It will be more modern. It will be more modern, be more readable. It's the same emphasis that we've been imploring and, and we pushed for the last uh, several years we work on the English Talmud. I want everybody to be able to read it. Right. It's the same guideline we're using in Israel. One of the biggest differences between our text to other texts in the market is that our text is written in modern Hebrew. It's meant for Israelis. For example, we're talking about Hebrew text. Mm-hmm. When I write in French, it's meant for French people or speaking proper French. We do English the same thing. It's meant for people who could be able to read it. It's not written in more religious or pious language. It's written really for the people, in a sense, by the people. It's much more coherent. That's the emphasis we're putting in. We want to have it as coherent as possible. It's part of the reason why we, you know, we're using, sorry, using this thing specifically with Koran Publishing, because they are known for their amazing typesetting and the design of the page. So with the comfortability of the reading, physical comfortability, we also work very hard on the comfortability of the text itself. Does your father do the editing for the English as well? No, it does it in only on the Hebrew. Only on Hebrew. The English team, the English team sits set with him. I mean, right now, um, throughout the process on a regular basis, and when they have issues of specific translation and specific commentary, then it goes back to him to make uh, you know judgment on it. Um, so this is again, we count on these people. The people are capable right. and they are. Harav, many Evan Yisrael is with us. Harav Steinzelt, his son. So the the um. What would you have done if you didn't find Koran? I mean, we've seen the operation. I've seen their their scholars sitting and working, and the editors and everybody. And you've mentioned it. Uh, t- I mean, this sounds like a really good shidduch, frankly. It's unbelievable shidduch. We, we're very happy with the cooperation from Koran. Look, Koran brings to the world, as I said, at least two things, two segments that we could not have done before. One is their reach. I think they have much better reach than we had when we ran this operation outside. They actually managed to get to every store in America. They have to get to different venues in the United States, which is the main market. But also, as I said, the design and the ability to take a text was complex and, and not friendly, for example, like the Talmud, and make it very friendly, make it very, very um, consumer-first. Right. That, you know, you have... When you look on the page in Talmud, for example, in English, you can see that every page is divided into small section. So it doesn't matter who you teach and what you teach. You don't have to go through the entire page. You can do a small snippet that will bring, you know, this thing forward. And I think that's a great benefit of Koran. I mean, the, the English Talmud team was almost 70 people. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's incredible. But again, it's our team with the cooperation and design and typesetting and image the yeah. work from yeah. Korean. We, we talk about how different publishers have really made an impact on modern Jewish history. Sometimes people forget what Koran has done and what they're doing at the moment. Uh, they've really made yeah, an impact. Unbelievable. And again, I think we also, again, from our perspective, we're only in the beginning. As, as With this year coming, our work, our institution, my father will be the first if I'll be the first commentator to do the full commentary on all the Jewish canon, wow. so to speak. The, you know, the Chumash, the, the, the Tanakh, the Mishnah, 
Rambam and Talmud in Hebrew, of course, and hopefully that's what we, you know, of course, like any other organization, we deal with books, we fundraise for to create the Mishnah and the Rambam in English too. But really, we will become, again, with the help of Koran, with the distribution system of Koran, the first commentary to encompass all of these works. Um, the By, course, mi- mi- singular person. Mishnah Torah in English is available already or not? Not yet. This is a matter of, again, like anybody else, we try to fundraise um, to, for it. It's a smaller market, smaller market right. uh, than the Talmud and Tanakh. Um, but I'm sure we will get there. We you know we have our, uh, you know, our uh, our operation in, in the states is actually run from New York by the Owl Society. No, more than happy to. Somebody wants to help, we'll take it. Yeah, that's for sure. Anybody who does want to help, be in touch with us. We'll forward the information to Rabbi Many Evan Yisrael as they continue to fundraise to um, uh, dedicate. And release his father's uh, svarim. Harav Steinzaltz just celebrated his 80th birthday. Uh, pretty amazing. And uh, as as Rabbi Evan Yisrael just said, he will have produced, meaning Rav Steinzaltz, his father, will have produced commentary on every single body of work in Torah Shebechtav and major works of Torah Shebaalpeh, the Gemara, and the Mishnah Torah of the Rambam. By the way, you know, and we've had an opportunity to speak um, uh, with your father about this on the air. From your perspective, how would you describe his relationship with the Lubavitcher Rebbe? My father was a true chassid, in a sense that he really humbled himself when you see the video. I mean, now it's, it's even more painful to see it because in the situation. Right. When, he, when he came to the Rebbe, he was a devout chassid, but it was a difference. The Rebbe permission, so to speak, or Rebbe, Rebbe perspective, Perspective on my father's relationship was that they are, he asked for his advice. In a way, there was the same time when my father was basically told, speak freely. You know, I don't, don't tell me what I want to hear, tell me what, right. what, I do, what people don't tell me. Tell me what you think, what is your perspective. Look, the biggest change in our life was in 1991 when the Lubavitcher told my father to change his name, change his last name. Right. This is Incredible. I mean, you can't describe a, a closer relationship with somebody when somebody tells you to go change your name when your name is actually not just a, uh, your name, it's also your branding. Yeah. And, you know, tells you to change it. It's, it's a major. I wonder why he did that. Of, I really wonder why he did that. Interesting. Well, I mean, he, you know, that's the benefits of a rebbe. Right. He has his own, <laughs> his own call. Right. You know, we, when you when you have a rebbe, there's part of the benefits of, of having a rebbe, which is you know, physically and and rebbe is no longer with us. But the 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 notion having the rebbe around was that you know when you had issues of life, life issues or things that you need to ask and and ponder things beyond our abilities. And the father, you know, as we know, is highly intellectual person, has high intellectual abilities, when he come and ask something that's beyond him, yeah. that's what we have a rebbe for. Right, right. You know, it's a wonderful thing my father told, I heard several times, will come to ask for his financial advice, his business advice. Listen, listen, it's not my field. The rebbe would <laughs> I say. I give you advice. 
No, my father. So my father. My father said to me, "Bruno, this is my field is limited to what I can help. I can help Talmud, Mishnah, spiritual matters. Certain things when we don't know, we have to go to higher grounds." Yeah. And that was the Rebbe. My father took advice from the Rebbe from beginning of this operation, even from our profession. That even the in the Hebrew, our Talmud pages, uh, if you know that, is divided to two. Right. Um. And one one of the reasons it was right is because that was the Rebbe advice how to fit all the commentary and the Rashi and Tosot and the Halacha and all the other stuff, all the other little, little uh, parts that we have in the text. It was said simply divided to two. You know, it, it started from there. Interesting. The relationship went on throughout the years. I you know, I was privy to some of these meetings. Again, I was very young. Don't have as much recollection, um, but I tell you one one anecdote. And this is when I was about seven or eight, uh, we were, we arrived in New York. It was Friday afternoon. Came for a ufruf with one of my my cousins, and uh, my father told me explicitly that I remember very clearly. I don't want to see the weather right now. Friday afternoon, it was a bit uh, beyond my comprehension, and uh, you know we walked around Crown Heights. Then, of course, my father forgot that he told me this, and we walked by 770 by Eastern Parkway, and me and when we come out, the Rebbe went, came back from the office to go back to his home. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and literally, they stood up on those stairs leading to 770 and spoke to each other for a long period of time. Right. Just standing there. Right. As a child, it made tremendous imprint and impression on me. Oh, I can imagine. Just the Rebbe taking all that time to speak to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, one of the streets. We're about to go can- get by candy. Your father, your father to us, knows everything. And as you described, nonetheless, he goes to the Rebbe, to, uh, uh, went to the Rebbe at that point, when, to, uh, to when, ask when, advice. When, when. Very interesting. Yes. Um, all right. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, there was. I didn't. I wanted to, again to just to explain it. He was. It wasn't like he asked every morning. Right. Rabbi, can I wake up? Mm-hmm. No, he asked when. Like you're supposed to ask the rabbi right. when become when the issues of importance. Oh, don't worry. Knowing your asked. knowing your father, he knew when to ask. <laughs> That's for exactly. sure. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Harav. Many Eved Yisrael. His father of Steinzaltz just celebrated his 80th birthday. If you go to Koren Pub, Koren Publications. Korenpub.com. There are special discounts on the advanced purchase of the entire set of, uh, of Shas, uh, which will be complete in 42 volumes before the next Siyama Shas. And um, uh, Harav, Evan Yisrael, what's the best way for people to be in touch with you if they want to support your father's work? I mean, the best the best, best way is to go to steinsoff.org, okay. our website, and over there you have all the information how to support, to work, to do see what we do more, and, of course, by uh, getting your hands on those marvelous books by Koren. Yeah, well, well worth it. Uh, Todaraba, thanks so much for your time. Please send our best, our best birthday wishes to your father. Anytime. Thank you so much. A pleasure. Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM at 20 minutes after 8 o'clock on this Wednesday morning. Wow, that was fascinating. Our Rav Meni Evan Yisrael, the son of Rav Steinzaltz. Rav Steinzaltz just celebrated his 80th birthday. Continues to improve health-wise, thank God. And um, 
If you, if you want information about the books, korenpub.com, K-O-R-E-N-P-U-B.com. 